0: Hello, my name is David Turner and this is another episode of Lunar Poach Shorts and today I'm joined by Bethany Pope. Hello Bethany. Hello. Uh, we're outside of Old Paradise Yard, which is where Silence Found a Tongue. Our open mic night takes place. And it's about to start. You may we're near Waterloo Station, you might hear some trains and some traffic, but we are in central London. But you might even hear, hear some birds, hopefully, and some squirrels. <laughs> Maybe.
1: Squirrels cluck, kind of like chickens.
0: Yeah. I, do you know what, I've been, this is a reference back yeah. to another podcast, I've been plagued by chickens in these really? podcasts. They better not start clucking, <laughs> maybe we'll have a poem Run. to drown out the clucking yes. squirrels.
1: Machete. My father ran, fleet through the forest, surrounding the base near Manila. He was carrying me, I was at rest on his sweaty shoulders. We swerved past mangoes blessed with fruit that could kill me with swelling and pus. My father ran fleet through the forest, trying to beat his bloody past into the moist path. The iconoclast of memory was carrying me. I was at rest while he remembered the man whose machete cast shards of light on exposed bone and red, wet glass. My father ran fleet through the forest, breathing hard. The naval police came slowly, lost in contemplation of the same TV show that was carrying me. I was at rest. While he clutched the trembling murderer to his breast, trusting to calm him with prayers and tenor suscerus. My father ran fleet through the forest, carrying me. I was at rest.
0: Thank you, Bethany. How are
1: mm. you? I'm very well. How are Good. you doing?
0: I'm all right, thank you for joining us. It's uh this is probably one of the nicest environments i've done a podcast in. yeah it's actually in the fresh air
1: and cherry blossoms right over your left shoulder yeah
0: cherry blossom brilliant uh first question why poetry
1: um why do you breathe i have to it's um i've been writing since i was about 12 when i was living in an orphanage i started writing um actually probably before then my mother has a poetry quote unquote collection that I wrote when I was about seven. Yeah, they're all about Jesus on the cross. Um, I I was a special child. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um. It. I. I think for some people it's what you have to do. Like some people have to run. Some people, you know, feel the pleasure of the universe when they run. I. I feel the pleasure of the universe when I write.
0: Yeah. So it's a compulsion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's quite a common thing, isn't it, with a lot of writers? That yeah. it's, uh That it feels like a compulsion, and it's not always necessarily a, a positive. Yeah. Uh, experience and.
1: It comes it, out of you.
0: But it, yeah, it just happens. I think a lot of people that don't write. I've had this question before. or oh, that's the suggestion that oh, it must be they must be really happy doing something <laughs> that you enjoy all the time. It's not always. <laughs> Not always the case. <laughs> yes, it's,
1: I guess I guess it's a little like childbirth, which I've yeah. never experienced. It's something I mean, that you I, have to. Yeah, I'm no, I, I'd be very, I'd be very surprised. But it's like something that you you have to push out of you, and it hurts sometimes to get it out. But then when it's there, you feel, oh yay! Yeah, it's yeah. a baby. Yeah. Um,
0: now it's gonna haunt me. Yes forever. yes, forever.
1: I'll never be free of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, So how often do you read your poetry in public?
1: Um, about twice a month, Mm. I'd say. I go to, um, usually, well I started out doing open mics and now usually I do guest readings and um... And
0: where do do you read, uh, because you're not from London, are you? No. Um, Where
1: do you live? I live in Swindon. Swindon, Um, yeah, it's my, um, it's, my husband and I think of it as pig town, but that's because of... (laughs) uh, Ah, that sounds bad! (laughs) Um, but it's because of the pig iron that they made, that they used oh, okay. to make the, the railway. Yeah, so it's pig town, yeah. but...
0: And is there, do you get much opportunity to read in Swindon, or do you have to travel?
1: Um, there, there's a, there's a lively poetry scene in Swindon, okay. um, but I, I prefer to travel. Yeah. Um, Are there any
0: night? which nights would you recommend to people that um, don't know about Sweden. Sweden, Sweden. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to Sweden um, in the summer. The summer
1: oh okay, yeah. There's um and the the first Thursday of the month there's a um, there's an op- uh, open mic and guest poetry readings um, with the, the local community. Um, it's I can't remember where it's held right now. Um, I think it, people can yeah, that all no. over the internet. Yes.
0: I always ask like yeah. You need details. Well, you don't need details anymore. Your you totally funny. No,
1: don't. but the best, the best one, actually, the best, the best open mic scene I've, I've found is in Wales. Okay. I go to Cardiff first Thursday yeah. at the Cardiff Art Center, which mm. is also on the first Thursday of the month, which is why I'm not very familiar with the Swindon one. Um, but it's it's very enjoyable. Okay.
0: Yeah, I haven't been to Wales yet. I keep yes. meaning to. It was my intention to travel and write for for Luna Magazine to yeah. write reviews. <clears throat> and travel as much as possible to different events, and uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Cardiff should be my next. Yeah. As a man, I normally ask at this point as well if you, if my guests have had anything published, but you, I see you have a book in front. of yes. you, so you may as well talk about that book.
1: <laughs> oh, this is this is my latest. This is my fourth my fourth collection. It's um, Undisturbed Circles, published by Lapwing, um, and it's a collection of uh, double acrostic sonic crowns and cycles. Um, I'm obsessive and crazy and a little bit weird, and I like form. I like yeah. form so much that I make it harder <laughs> on myself. So you, you read the, the acrostic down the, um, the left-hand margin, and then down the right-hand margin, and it, it forms a circle. Um, I was interested in that shape because um, sonnet cycles are circular naturally, but um, in a lot of cultures, the circle is considered a, sha- a perfect, a sacred form. Yeah. Um, and so that appealed to me, especially since a lot of my subject has to do with myth. Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: Actually, we might come on to talking about the, yeah. the form a bit later yeah. on. But um, maybe we should uh, have another poem. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, I think I'll read the one from Undisturbed Circle since we were talking about it. <laughs> this is called Three-Legged Crow. And the three-legged crow is a god in a lot of um, East East Asian cultures. Trickster. Crows have incredible intelligence. Rarely does it take more than a few hours of work to find their daily food. If you watch them out on the lawn, their sense of fun frequently overwhelms them. One finds a little red plastic jar lid. He lifts it examines the shape before gripping the weird thing in one talon. He flies off with incredible grace, perches gently so not one feather can fall out of place. That tin roof, rain-slicked, becomes a slide for him. Over and over he sits snug in a tiny sled, launching himself off with a harsh, happy croak at this new kind of flight. When the world ends, crow will switch off the lights and shut the last door. Crow will see us all out into the night. Hero. Some crows are natural caregivers. I understand that's hard to accept. Happen near a messy springtime nest site, nothing further from your mind than illness, mystic rhythms threading through your veins. One crow, far underdeveloped, grabs your eye. There's no indication of injury. A crow that seems a little off. Strange. His siblings and feathers will take him to wing. Just watch. See how he cries, croaking constantly, a fair imitation of an infant. That is avian mental illness. See him list a little to the left. Now, if you look, the murder will feed him like a child. When the world ends, Crow will perch on death's throne. Crow is a god. Crow is not a god. Crow is fit to judge souls. A small, impetuous god. There is truth to Crow's trickster image. No hero is hero all the way through. I expect you've all heard stories. How Crow eats meat torn from the eye sockets of the small, unsteady spring lambs. Crow has his fun. A damnably intelligent birdie pain-drinking monkey without thumbs. He gets bored ruminating, flying through town with his inexpressible ideas. Crow goes off exploring, nests in traffic lights, sees no danger in tormenting farmers or their irritable, imbecile dogs. It's harm, not food, that Crow is after, breaking the tightly sealed barrels of next year's seed corn. When the world ends, Crow will eat the salty eyes of the wicked and glue strong coal black wings onto the good.
0: Thank you very much. Pain drinking monkey without thumbs. Yeah. I love
1: that line. That was yeah. great. That's actually what um, that's that's actually how naturalists refer to crows. They call them um, apes without thumbs. Okay. Yeah, because okay. they're they tool they're tool of because of the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're actually the only species other than us that understands displacement.
0: Right. Hmm. Okay. Um <laughs> yeah, I. Crows freak me right out. Oh, like I They're love not they? Yeah, yeah. they're really nice, but yeah. there's, um, I think, too much watching sort of 1940s black and white oh, films. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, because yeah. because they I suppose are one of the only animals that really picked out yeah. probably on black and white film and well terrifying. he
1: well no um, well uh, Alfred Hitchcock yeah. actually like chained them to his actress mm. to terrify her. Those, that wasn't the crow's <laughs> fault. That was Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. It's like, um, do you, just a,
0: an aside. Actually, do you think that writing about myths or mythical imagery do you think that goes hand in hand with writing in classical form
1: I think so well the 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 original idea of form was to convey um, stories convey convey culture touchstones in a memorable way Mm -hmm. so I think it's very um, form fits that nicely because the the whole evolution of form came from people having to memorize their poems and not um, not being able to have the luxury of paper or a Kindle (laughs) it's um yeah yeah. And one day we might, you know, all wind up back at that do you stage.
0: Think, yeah, because that's the point, isn't it? You, you do stand out, as, uh, especially on the spoken word yeah. circuit. As some, um, there aren't that many people that focus so um, heavily on writing in form. Yeah. Do, um, do you feel, I was going to say lonely, I didn't <laughs> mean lonely. I don't mean lonely at all. You're amongst yeah. friends, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah do, are you aware of how unusual it is? be writing that
1: style at the moment i i wasn't until recently um well this is not my first excursion into form my previous book crown of thorns is um has an emperor's crown which is a 45 sonnet sonnet crown yeah um and they're all acrostics not double acrostics i think it's just because um i'm so interested in in form because there's an almost transcendent freedom in limiting yourself um, so extremely, it's um, it's it's almost a. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say religious, but it's it's like yoga. You know, yeah. you, you the dis- the discipline. discipline there, yeah. The discipline of it leads to some sort of an odd paradoxical freedom that I think you miss out on if mm. you focus solely on free verse. And I'm not saying anything against free verse at all. I, I enjoy it. My first verse. No, no. Verse. It's, no,
0: no it's, yeah. it's, um, it's tricky sometimes to have this conversation without yeah. it sounding like you hate one or the other. No. Because it's just ridiculous from yeah. that standpoint. But yeah. You need
1: all of it. Yes. It's it's the thing is, it's the same with people re- who read only one genre of literature. How can you live with only one flavor in your mouth? You need everything.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's Do you find um how how do you go about critiquing your work do you have people you can share with because you write in quite not only do you write in form you write in quite extreme form (laughs) i mean you're quite (laughs) it's quite intense the way do you find it do you find it easy to share that work in in the in the um development stages
1: i don't workshop um i used to um I, I kind of have a thing against um not against all workshops. I think a little bit of workshopping is good for pe- for everybody, especially when you're learning how yes. to do it. but I think that too much of it um, and everybody's poems start to sound the same. It's inevitable yes. it's yeah. um yeah, so i don't I don't workshop. There are one or two people that I share my poems with while I'm writing them. <laughs> um, my husband is um, trained as an editor okay. and he is merciless yeah. Um, absolutely he merciless he has, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's really wonderful mm-hmm. so he's the primary one but there yeah. are a couple of other yeah. others yeah. Um, and
0: how would you like to see your writing progress it would do you have anything in mind or
1: I don't I want to see it get better yeah um that's that's primarily that's the goal for everybody, I think. Who who writes you? You always want to. You're always dissatisfied. You're satisfied for about thirty seconds after you've done something new, and and then you're yeah to the next, yeah, thing, on to next thing yeah, <laughs> and you try to you try to make it better. You try to yeah, top yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Lately, I've been playing around with um, acrostic sestinas, acrostic sestina cycles. Um, I I just recently won a a prize for one of my, um, for one of my Acrostic Sestinas, um, just a Bristol Poetry Prize. Uh, um,
0: maybe we should have another poem. Yeah, Yeah,
1: okay. This poem came out today on the Open Mouse. No Exit Little girl, what are you looking for in the dusty corners of this barn? Something clean, something new. An unlocked door leading away from him, his blood-edged shovel and sour sperm dripping from the hind parts of a cow. Run, little girl. What are you looking for in the black of this closet? Your scabbed scalp shorn, your clothes all torn. Something clean, something new. An unlocked door leading to a cool green place where milk pours sweet from the teat and I can lie untouched in the sun. Little girl, What are you looking for in this institutional bathroom where your roommates hold you down and make your insides burn? Something clean, something new, an unlocked door to lead me from this now that is a tour of hell eternal, this place where the world never turns. Little girl, what are you looking for? Something clean, something new, an unlocked door. Thank you
0: very much. just a quick one. What is Open Mouse?
1: Oh, it's a website, uh, poetry website. Um, openmouse.com. Okay, and um, you,
0: you can just—is it like um, you, you can just you go on and post your yeah. Well, it's, it's a um, page, is it?
1: it's no, it's a it's a poetry journal. It's just okay. online. Okay, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's. Oh, you've had something published? Oh, yes, oh, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, there we go. Yes, yes. No, I've had something published on the Open Mouse yes, today. A couple mean, yeah, of poems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. and
0: um, and. Last couple of questions. Uh, what have been your main influences as uh, over your sorry, get this question right, <laughs> yeah. over your development as a writer and performer?
1: Um, I think my um, my main influence, actually the, the first poems that I they're, they're playing on the, that's actually really neat. It's like a steel drum set. Yeah, we've got um, some music
0: behind us but yes, it distracts you from the life of us. <laughs>
1: yeah. it? That's um, you the danger that. of I that, I guess. <laughs> No. Um I think my primary influence influence early um my father used to read me the odyssey when i was very little like too young for it okay um two or three years old um so that's where the classical (laughs) love of the classical literature comes in um dylan thomas was also very early um i'd say 11 or 12. um then of course i fell in love with t.s Eliot like everybody does at university and yates um and Seamus Heaney, oh my gosh, Seamus Heaney could write form. Um, he wrote sestinas that you didn't know were sestinas. Yeah. you had to really look for it it was, it was so natural. Yeah. Um, David Morley, George Surtees, um, yeah,
0: yeah. And um, if there's are there any things that you would recommend to our listeners to check out to see? It doesn't have to be poetry yeah. based. It can be. You
1: know, um, right now, actually, I really interesting um an, an author called uh pascal Petit has um a wonderful oh, book out okay. yeah. yeah
0: yeah she really is she's astonishing it. i really love her new book yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it's so good well especially the one about eating the oh yeah
0: yeah the, the uh, oh what's it called
1: the, i can't remember i can't remember the, the name bird. of it yeah this the the birds that you eat and small her small father small yeah the, the songbirds it bird. just went out of my brain i remembered it until you said you couldn't remember it
0: yeah, yeah. I um, was looking yes. to people across the garden yeah. to answer the question for us then. but no. anyway, check it out. And yes, <laughs>
1: check it out. And also um Bobby Parker. He's yeah. up and coming. He's very very good. Yeah. yeah. Um and Helen Ivory. Helen Ivory's last um, last book uh, Waiting for Bluebeard is fantastic. Yeah. It's just just astonishingly raw and good. And also, um, a li- like a fairy tale gone horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, just before we wrap up, um, do you have any blogs or oh, web pages? Yes, I do.
1: To, uh, um, I'd like cool. to. Um, my website is uh, www.bethanywpope.com, and um, I also edit with Mab Jones, Black Sheep Journal. Okay. Yeah, and um, if you Google Black Sheep Journal Poetry, you'll yeah. you'll hit it. We'll have the links yeah.
0: underneath the video. Yes. Um, to awesome. uh, The title of the book yeah. and um, probably the, all your collections yes. actually will have. Oh, cool. Got, we'll put all yeah. those in there.
1: And there's, uh, there's one more book recommendation for. Um, for it's a novel. Um, yeah. It's uh, Carly Holmes, The Scrapbook. Okay. And it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's about witches. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Um, thank you, Bethany. Of course. Thank you very thank much. You. Um, yeah, that was uh, Lunar Poetry Shorts. Uh...